Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to My Ship Story podcast. We have a a guest today that's going to have some great stories for you of something that you have not heard on this podcast before. Um, So it's really exciting. Can't wait to get to those stories. But before we get to our guest, uh, Scott, um, how are you doing? What's going on? Doing all right. Just uh, playing with a little, you know, you'll see it on the YouTube uh, video later. I dyed my hair a little bit, some highlights and you know, trying to wash that gray out of my hair. That's you're washing the blonde in your hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm washing the blonde in the hair. Yeah. It looks so yes. natural, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, no. Well, not since I'm used <laughs> to seeing you all the time. So I was like, hey, it looks like you bleached your hair. You did something. Um, but cool. It's especially uh, so, hey, just, funny, like when you when you do this and it goes drastic because my hair was a, quite a bit longer and uh, I walked in with my kids and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they both look you know, it's like a, right. <laughs> like shock. And I'm like, awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it now, but it's something that I, when I was younger, I wanted to do it. Just never got around to doing it. I just always seem to be in jobs where either I can't, or I'm just not exactly comfortable doing that. Hey, Brad. Yeah. Hey, you made it just <laughs> in time. I'll let you cool down a little talk. I'll talk a little bit. I made a flan last night. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm going to post a picture on Facebook because it actually turned out really well like i am shocked so now i know how to make like one meal like one main course and one dessert awesome i'm I'm moving on up he stepped into the five minute meals to uh you know about a 15 minute meal well actually prep no and this this dessert with prep time i have to let it sit overnight so this is the first overnight one remember how i kept saying i'm not cooking anything i can't eat right away (laughs) yeah but this one i do have to prep and i uh, let it sit overnight. There you go. So you've gone into a whole different world, man. Now you have to put all this stuff together and do some gravlax and set it, let it sit overnight. Hey, real quick, Brad, really sorry to hear about your, your grandpa. Um, that just, that really sucks. Can't get you break. No, you it's break, just been constant. constant. I mean, but he, like my grandparents all died like more than 20 years ago. How old was your, your grandfather? 98. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he got the good out of it. Yeah, you did. I mean, it's great that, I mean, it's terrible what's happened now, but you got him for a lot longer than most people. Yeah. So that's yeah. good yeah. news for sure. Now yeah. was that's he good. married to your grandmother that just passed away? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, what's really weird. This happened to my grandparents. My grandmother died and my grandfather died within six months. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. we, we kind of figured it was going that way. Not a big shock, but still sucks. Yeah. Yep. yeah. What's your what's your hat? Is this a ship hat? Oh, say no. This is just one I threw on. So, do you want to know the reason I'm late? Well, you could share yeah. it. We could or always cut pa- it if it's terrible. Pa- passed out no. in the minefields. No, no. Um, so I'm trying to get around and and start getting prepared for the podcast, mm-hmm. and I get a phone call, uh, or Tanya gets a phone call. Her friends have gone down to our pond to go fishing. And it is just raining like the bejesus down there. And I'm like, what the hell? These guys can't get out (laughs) because it's the road is just, I mean, it's, yeah, there's a part that you have to come up. That's just clay. And it is, Uh, it's like walking on ice. It's just impossible to get out of there. (laughs) 
So I had to go down there, get the bulldozer, drive the bulldozer down to where they are, get hook onto the bulldozer, pull them out. Well, first of all, I drive down there and I'm trying to stop because I kind of know where they're going to be. And I stop, but it is so slick. My pickup just slides about 12 feet down into this ditch. And so I have to go get the bulldozer, pull myself out. And then drive down there and pull them out. Oh my god! So it was a whole ordeal, and I'm, uh, I'm just. Uh, I bet you're. Uh, yeah, that's quite the story. <sighs> okay, well, I got back here. Somebody's so, anyway. got to have video of that. That would have been great. Um, well, take 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 a breath because I think we're going to have some great stories today. Our guest today is Gary Mulcahy, who worked in the uh, shops and then eventually became an, uh, an art auctioneer. Um, welcome to the show, Gary. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being glad to be here. Glad to still be here, to be honest. Excellent. So yeah, you're over you. in you're over in Yorkshire. Where whereabouts in Yorkshire? Uh, it's a little village called Skelmanthorpe, which is near Huddersfield. It's like smack in the middle. It's like where men are, men and women are as well. <laughs> How far are you from York, the city of York? Um, about forty-five minutes in the car. Oh, oh, that's not far. Not far at all. No, no, yeah. No. Yeah, when am I? I have several ship friends that all seem to have come from York. Uh, Tim Johnson was from York, uh, my friend. And then there was a, a couple of people I worked with that I'm really good friends with that are, are from York. Pretty much similar similar ages. But, yeah, um, York's a top town. Good night, yeah. Andrew. Good night. Yeah, I love I love going to York. Every time I go to the UK, I usually find time to go up to York. It's just a beautiful area. It's a lot of fun, full mm. of pubs. You could there's a pub for every day of the year. You can do some oh, yeah. amazing pub crawls in York. It's just amazing town. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how did you come to work on ships? What was that process like? Well, th- this story is gonna like lead you up to thinking I'm a really nice guy, but obviously you'll find that I'm not. Um, but I was in this long distance relationship with a girl in the UK. Well, I said long distance, it was like 200 miles. And yeah, she, got a job on, she got a job on ships and we wrote letters back and forth. You know what? Well, remember letters? It was like, it was yeah, no more yes. back in the 90s. It was like a letter and maybe a fax if you were posh. So she wrote letters and she says, Why don't you come get a job on the ships? And I went, Yeah, all right then. Cut a, long, cut a long story short quickly. I went, she spoke to me on the Tuesday from San Juan. She was on the Costa Classica at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went for the interview in Southampton, south of the UK, on the Wednesday. They rung me back Wednesday night and said, can you be at Heathrow Airport Friday morning? So I think you're. She, I think you're setting the record here because most of us uh, took at least a week. But I think you're you're right up there with the shortest time period, of of call of getting the job to be on board. Wow. Yeah. So she had, she had no idea that I got the job because obviously you couldn't I couldn't speak to her because mm-hmm. she was in the team. Right. Um, so I got landed in Miami and Saturday morning I was joined the Sovereign of the Seas. Wow. Which uh-huh. was docked next to the Costa Classica on Saturday morning. So I goes to her gangway and said, can I speak to Amanda, the shoppy? And oh yeah, we'll go fetch you. And, and she walked off the ship and saw me and actually fainted. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, what? so that, that was that was the reason. Wow, and what year was that? Seven ninety one or ninety two. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Right there yeah, with the us. same same yeah. time period. We all we all worked on. Board. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, so I, did I, we? I was about twenty. What ships did you work to see if we any of us overlapped with you? 
I'm well, sure I, I worked with you. I recognize you now. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Do I have any children to you, have I? <laughs> <laughs> so I did the Sovereign, the Monarch, the Majesty for Royal Caribbean. I did the Costa Classica, Fantasy for Carnival. Uh, I did Sunlines. I did Celebrity, did the Zenith, and a few of those. I think I worked on probably six or seven different ships. Cool. Oh, wow. So when you're we're, the we're... first person that we've had that worked on a Costa ship yeah. that's been on the podcast. So, I mean, once we go into different stories and stuff, you can tell us a little bit about what, how were those ships different, like the different lines? How did they differ for, yeah. for you? When were you on oh, the Majesty? Good. Well, Majesty was my third contract. So that must have been 94, 95. So Brad and I definitely, we, we def- we'd worked together. Did you work with Sean Dunley, mm, Irish okay. guy? Don't remember the name. Remember on the Majesty. Name. On the Majesty, the guy that I knew I can still speak to is Tokyo Dave, Dave Bryant. And he used to run the photography shop. No, I don't remember him. When I was on the Majesty last was what? Nine, it was 94 into 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was 94 into 95. And Brad and I worked together on there. And I was dating a shoppy named Sean. And so I thought maybe you would know. No, no, I can't remember. Sure. Oh, maybe we did. I wasn't. I, I got asked to leave the Majesty quite abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should start there and start going into your ship stories because, oh, uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear these. So <laughs> have, have at it. My name's Gary, later known as Sharky, and this is my ship story. Like the, the reason I left the Majesty, uh, me and the uh, assistant manager did not get on. I mean, it was my third contract for Royal Caribbean, and I knew everybody. I knew from the captain all the way down to the bus boy. I knew everybody. And it was her first time on the ship. And she hated the fact that I knew everybody. So when the shop manager went on vacation, she was out to get me, properly get me. I had two written warnings in the second day she was in charge. Wow. <laughs> one, one for being late for work and one for arriving to work still drunk from the night before. Okay, something we've all done. Yeah, we've all done. Everybody did. That, that's yeah. what you did. That's, yeah. how you that's half your day. time on the ship. So, I mean, so, to somebody else listening, they might think like, oh, well, that's that's fine that, you know, you showed up late. You know, you should oh, get written up for that. But if you know how life on board is like most people, I would say just about 99% of crew at some time were late and, and were, were drunk. Well, we're, yeah. And yeah. probably 99.9% of the people had alcohol in them <laughs> going to work the next day. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and not only that, but 99% of everyone's managers had done the exact same yeah. thing before <laughs> right. they got to be a manager. I've got me two written warnings in, in one week. Okay. And then I had a bit of an altercation with a number of member of staff. I won't like, go into full details. But that was on um, a Tuesday, early hours Tuesday morning. So Wednesday morning, I get pulled in front of the captain. And he says, right, you're dangerous. I don't want you on my ship. You're leaving in the morning. I went, what? He went, you're leaving in the morning. So I was confined to my cabin for the oh, next 24 no. hours. Yeah. Wow. So Thursday morning, security came to the cabin, says, right, pack your bags, you're going. And I went, were you serious about that? And they went, no, you're going. You're going now. So I had to leave all my belongings. I had my clothes. That was it. I couldn't take all that, my, my TV and DVD collection, the whole lot. And I had to go. So I'm walking down the gangway and the police are waiting for me at the bottom of the gangway because uh-huh. I had no right to be in the country because I was fired. Uh-huh. So I was classed as an illegal immigrant. What country? Jamaica. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. 
So I get chucked in the police car in handcuffs because I'm classed as dangerous, even though I'm clearly not. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but, but I'm, then, I'm, then, I'm then driven. I will send you a picture of the, the, the deportation stamp, the landed stamp I've got in my passport right, when I, I was told to leave Jamaica that day. So they take me to the airport in handcuffs, right? sat me in this little departure lounge, still in handcuffs, and the plane arrived and sucked me on the plane back to Miami in handcuffs. They walked me to the plane in handcuffs and they sat me down. I was sat right at the front of the plane, right next to where the captain is, you know, she has to sit with the handcuffs yeah. on. And this is okay, we'll take these off now. You behave yourself. I went, I haven't done nothing. I haven't done nothing. It was like, <laughs> wow. So I'm sat on the plane and behind me, there's one of the sign ahead of girls off the same ship. And she was going back to Miami as well. And she says, what's happening, Sharky? I went, I think I'm being deported. She went, what? I says, I think I'm being deported. She says, where to? I says, I think I'm going back to England. I don't know. They've not told me. So wow. I'm like 24, 25 years old. And I'm thinking, what the is going on here? So I got, I guess to Miami. So as I'm in the, sat on the plane, immigration come on, American immigration. And says, right, uh, guy, okay, yeah, you'll come with us. So they walk me in this little room. You know, like when you go through uh, customs, there's a little room where they all look through the yeah. window. They walk me and sat me in there. He says, right, you wait here. I'm going to go get some paperwork. And I says, what's happening? He says, you have to leave. You have no right to be in the US. So I'm, I'm a bit upset at this point because I, I love my job. And uh, the hairdresser girl, she walks past and sees me in this little office. Uh, and she opened the door and she says, what's happening? I went, he's gone to get some paperwork. I'm being kicked out. She said, what? I said, the country. She went, you're joking. I went, no. I went, how did you open that door? She says, wasn't locked. I went, really? Oh. I went, right, I'm off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I get so, and, uh, me, 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 and my luggage has been put on the, the next flight uh, back to UK, British Airways. So I went to the British Airways desk, and, and I flashed her my crew card, because we all had a spare crew card, you know, in case you want right. to get discounted and down Bayside or something. So I flashed her my crew card and said, my luggage has been put on the plane, I need it back. I've got to join another ship in Miami tomorrow, which is quite regular for them. So they give me the card. So I jumped in a taxi with this hairdresser girl, and she was staying around the corner in Bayside. And I says, well, I'm going to go to the Marriott because that's where we always stay, Marriott in Bayside. Right. So I checked in there. Uh, this is, have you got a reservation? I says, no, it's a bit, bit of a short notice. Um, but I'm from Royal Caribbean, flashed in my crew card. I'll be staying for a few days until the next ship to arrive. And she says, oh, no, no problem, sir, no problem. Uh, is Volcar being picking up the bill? I went, oh, yes, they are, yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed there for a week. I'll a never week? Get oh, a week? I stayed there for a week, right? Did you I'm get your food there. per diem? Oh, yeah. No one's drinking. I charged it all to the room. I thought, if they're keeping my TV, them bastards are having it. I thought, they're having it. <laughs> And um, did you, you were, when you were in the immigration office, you were able to pick up your passport and walk out with your passport? Well, no, he left the passport in the office for me. He went to get right. some paperwork to fill in. So I right. got up and just walked out. Wow. Oh my God. I stayed Holy there for me. Cow. Oh and my God. That is there, just nuts. I got on the phone to uh, the art auctioneering company and got a job with them. <laughs> flew back to the UK for like four or five days, washed all my clothes. And then flew back. Oh, my God. Wait, but working for which line at that point? It wasn't Royal, I'm assuming. No, no, it wasn't Royal. I came back working for concession on board, and I think the first ship war was the Sunline, a little crappy okay. Greek ship that everybody was right. nearly dead. 
Right. In fact, some of them did die. <laughs> we went, we went, flew into the Amazon basin. I mean, I mean, we're, we're that far oh, the Amazon. Right. There was naked yeah. women wanting food chucking at them. I mean, that's that, you know, they're all getting malaria, these old people. You're dying left, right, and center. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So just curious, yeah. but when the so going back to when you were in Jamaica, because the ship was in Ocho Rios, correct? That's Did correct, they take yeah. you to Montego Bay or all the way to Kingston? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't I don't say on, on the stamp. I can't remember. But I remember being in a police car in handcuffs and this copper saying, right. Getting kicked out. So now, yeah. are, is your passport? Are you not ever allowed to go back to Jamaica? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I've got a new passport now. But once you've been, I've looked into this because uh-huh. once you've been to a country and you've been deported, you have to apply to the embassy to get back into that country. That's what I but thought. I've been, yeah, but I've never been back to Jamaica apart from on my honeymoon. I went to Cuba, the honeymoon, and on the way back, we landed in Jamaica to refuel. I thought, well, that's not an issue. But right. it was then an issue with the plane, so I had to get off the plane. And my wife, at the time, she went, you're going to get arrested. I went, I hope not. I'm going to get locked in the prison in Jamaica. <laughs> but luckily, we didn't clear passport control, went into like a holding room, and then right. back onto the plane. Right. But yeah, well, I don't know if I can good. go back or not, but I don't want to go back to Jamaica anyway. No, I, no. I was once chased by two, remember when Nike Air Turners first came out? In like the early 90s. They're like the Nike Airs, the, the swoosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Nike yeah. Like, they were like $100 at the time. It was a lot of money then, but yeah. I used to run. I used to run down to Orchard Rios Falls and run back because I was super right. fit then. Yeah. And the two Jamaican guys clocked me as I ran past them. And on the way back, they had machetes and they wanted my trainers. Oh, shit. And I managed to get past them. I've never done that run as fast in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I can imagine. I can oh, imagine. Yeah. That is insane. No, no, that's that's not good. Running in Jamaica is not exactly – it's way too hot. I don't, I played tennis in Jamaica once and nearly passed out. I used to run in Cosmel as well. That was even hotter. Oof. Oh, no, that was that. Cozumel was just fire. It wasn't even really that humid. It was just straight yeah, was, out hot. No, it's hot it's and humid. humid. It's yeah. Grand Cayman yeah, is the worst humidity for me. No, it's yeah. Jamaica. I guess it's dependent of the day. I mean, they all have the same, very similar weather. Um, you know, it's just hot. hot. It's, yeah. yeah. Grand Cayman was never hot because I was always in that English pub in the middle. I had beans on toast my breakfast. Okay, so what was the name of that English pub? Is it right yes, near the pier? Yes, it was. It was up some stairs. Yes, up some stairs. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the name? The Golden Lion. So that's the pub that I got drunk at before the popcorn popper story. Same pub. The yeah. Red Lion. It was the Red Lion. Red Lion. I Red could. Lion. I was too drunk that to remember. That sounds familiar. Red hey, Lion, so yeah. so on this uh, yeah, on this yeah. FBI thing, was this on the Majesty? Yeah, that was the Majesty. Yeah. So how did? Oh, so you okay, did the so Monarch. Let's go into bef- that one. Yeah. You did the Monarch before that. I did the Monarch before. Okay. Sovereign. And yeah. so again, I worked on Sovereign, Monarch, and Majesty. So the, I am pretty sure at some point we must have crossed paths, but must you know, most of them. Yeah, I, I yeah. was on the Majesty because we were the 90, same years, ninety-two to ninety-four, and then I went to the Empress, and then the Monarch, and probably ninety-five, ninety-six ish, around there. Yeah. But, well, uh, you, well, you you look familiar to me. You definitely look familiar to me. I bought quite a bit yeah, of yeah. Uh, cologne and um, Walker Scott uh, track suits and track suits. Yeah, track suits. <laughs> yeah. and lots of track suits. <laughs> yeah. What else well, you got for you? Yeah, what what else do you have on your list there? 
Oh, list, right. Well, you know the one that Mark said the day about me selling the policeman's hat, coming back from San Juan? You know, oh, that was yeah. you. That was me. Yeah. That yeah. was me. That's that's why this whole thing came about, because Mark sent the link, I listened to it, and I went, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> and now that we're getting to know you a little bit, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, no, well, I, when I was a kid, I used to watch Smokey and the Bandit. Remember the film Smokey yeah. and the Bandit? Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, yes. there was a line in that film where it said, son, hold me hat. And I went, yeah. I've always wanted one of those hats. And these coppers wearing these hats. And they took it off and they were eating donuts. I went, I'm having his hat. And Scully went, don't be that. I went, I'm having his hat. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed his hat and, and I, was, I, was, I was really fit then. So I set off running. And uh, he went, Mark and Scully went, take it back. I said, no, I said, they won't catch me. I went, come on, come on, try and catch me. <laughs> <laughs> the chase is oh, still on. I mean, I think one of them actually drew his gun. I mean, it, it was it was that bad. I mean, the San Juan police, I mean, you used to disappear for air, Esther, Jeff. You'd never seen it again. But yeah, the things you do yeah. when you've had a drink. We, we were coming back in San Juan one night after, you know, having a couple of light drinks, as you used to do. And um, remember where the ship used to dock in, in San Juan, Puerto Rico? I mean, it was a dump, yes. wasn't it? It was a real dump. Yeah. And I decided, you know, in my drunken state, to walk on the wall in front of the harbour. And one dancer thought it'd be a good idea to push me in. So she pushed me in the water, and that water was like the, the sewage outlet for San Juan. I mean, it's, it's awful. And I thought it was funny at first as well. But then I looked round, and there's like six foot high walls, and there's nowhere to get out. Uh-uh. Oh. And I'm thinking, shit, I can't get out. And this time, they'd all run off laughing, leaving me in the water laughing and joking. I went, shit, I can't get out. So I had to swim right to the end of the pier, like past the length of the ship, and then there was some tires at the back of the pier, and I managed to climb up those to get out. Oh man. oh man! And those old tires—you just get full of oh, that. That that you just—it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. Oh man, that's so, nasty. So what what happened when you caught up to the dancers, or when they found oh, out? Oh no, no. They left you? I went bang, I went banging on the door to give her a hug, but she wouldn't open that cabin door. But I loved the money. <laughs> she would not open that cabin door. <laughs> so I remember, I remember oh, getting to the shower fully clothed and like being sick in the shower as it was like washing off me. It was horrible. Gross. Oh, that no, that's good nasty. Fun. Good fun. Imagine. Now, now it's good fun. Now it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at it now. <laughs> Swimming through sewage in San Juan Harbor. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, we used to go to Oscars and play the locals for pool. And playing for Is money. that what it was called? Upstairs? Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Go up some stairs. You go out the bay, up some stairs, and it was like up to the left-hand side. It was, it was in like that square up at the top. It was there's a, there's a square and it was in the corner of that square that you go up yeah. the stairs and it was a big pool yeah. hall up there. Was that, that was it. Yeah, we used to go there and play for money. And then when that didn't work out, we used to arm wrestling for money as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that sounds is. like not like it doesn't sound like a good thing to be doing. Like no, you know, no. I was young. I mean, I was young and I was really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, now I'm just old and really stupid. And uh, and join <laughs> the club. Yeah, join the club. We all are. We all are. We all are. Excellent. Um, so you mentioned you worked on on Costa. So uh, was that uh, how was that like? Were you an art auctioneer at that point? I was an art auctioneer, and that was the best ship and the best job in the world. 
hands down. Wow. No matter what yeah. you do for a living, if you're a movie star, I don't give a shit. Art Auctioneering on Costa was the best gig ever. I worked 14 hours over a seven-day week. Wow. Was oh, it. wow. Full passenger privileges. Right. Passenger cabin, crew discount. Wow. Oh, man. That's cushy. The best of everything. Oh, That's a cushy. Right. And at least from what I understood, Art Auctioneers did pretty well financially. You did. Oh, yeah. As I mean, long as you it, could sell stuff, you did really well. It was well. amazing. But the best thing was, because I had a passenger cabin, I had a bath. Uh-huh. Oh, you had a bathtub? A bath I had a bathtub. I had a bathtub. Wow. Right? I mean, it, it, nice. I mean, the window The window was like four foot round. I mean, it was a massive, great window. Stunning shape. Because I had a bath, what do females like? They like baths. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine what kind of went on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at first I was going to say, so how much alcohol can you fit in your bathtub? (laughs) I don't think it was alcohol going in. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's not, not about the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. That is, sounds like the best and cushiest job. Oh, it was, it was absolutely fantastic. It was fantastic. That job. I love, I love that job. And the cruise line were really, really friendly and they basically let me do whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. Cause I used to do, I used to do the announcements for my own art auctioneer shows. Right. And I, I mean, the two I used to do was, um, this is a very important announcement for the guy who's lost the Rolex watch. Remember, remember that one, no? Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, the time now is two thirty, and it's our talk to you time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the That's other the one, the other one was, uh, gentlemen, if you've lent, if you've never seen a whale before, that's the scene. If you've never seen a whale before. You're not going to see one today, but you will have a whale of a time if they come to the art auction. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Honestly, it was fantastic. I used to do the art auction, and I'd give discount to people who bought me drinks. Uh-huh. So I was there drinking Stolly, Solly and Tonic, which was my drink at the time, and I had like six or seven during the show. And the more they bought me, the more discount they got. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, that's that's nuts. So how nuts. is it how is it working on Costa? Like what's what's that ship and, and people and the parties and, and stuff like oh, that? It, it, there wasn't that many parties, to be honest, because everybody could do anything they wanted and they weren't sit it was all Italian officers and the Italians just didn't give yeah. a shit. They didn't yeah. give a shit what you did. Um but the ship was really, really nice, really beautiful ship. And the food weren't, was, weren't most of the passengers Italian as well? Yeah, a lot of them were Italian. Yeah, a lot of them were Italian. But yeah, it was it was it was a great line, great great line to work. And what's the ship? Uh, what was that ship size like? The people, uh, like how many people? Uh, it was about the same size as the Sovereign and, and the Monarch. It was it was a big ship. There was over uh-huh. like a, a, a nearly nearly two thousand passengers. It was a oh, big wow. boat. I enjoyed that. Wow. I, oh. Did I get asked to leave that one? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I, I left that one on my own accord. I got kicked off Carnival when I worked, when, I, when I first joined the Sovereign. I was a nice young man, but after a full contract, I went. I'm going to just misbehaviour. So when I got to the Monarch, uh, passengers were on my radar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there was this one girl that came on, and she looked like Pamela Anderson. I mean, she had everything was plastic and false. And early 90s, that was like kind of unheard of. 
it was like mm-hmm. not been seen before. So anyway, I got with this passenger. And one of the photogs, I think his name was Tony, he said, try get a picture of her with a top off. I went, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I don't mind that because this girl was a dancer. So she wasn't, you know, she wasn't bothered about showing her assets to other people. So I got some compromising pictures and gave them to Tony to develop them. But I didn't know that Tony had done hundreds of copies. And he was handing them out and selling them to everybody on the ship who wanted to buy them. Oh, all no. The crew, all the crew were buying pictures of this girl. Right? I had no idea what's going on. Anyway, I found out later and I wasn't best pleased to know about it. But two weeks later, I get a call on the ship to shoreline up in the uh, the radio room from this girl. I'm thinking, what does she want? Anyway, she said, <laughs> I'm pregnant. are you still on the ship? I went, yeah, why? Obviously, I'm still on the ship. you calling me. She says, I'm coming back next week for another cruise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh oh. So, so, so I've then announced like this girl is my girlfriend, so I could spend time with her without like being yeah. in big trouble. Right. So I'm sat in the dining room having a meal with her, and this waiter comes over. When the room before him, Belasco said, yeah. "Waiter comes over." And he went, "I've seen pictures of you." Oh, oh no! Douche! No. <laughs> can I have your autograph? What a dumbass! <laughs> How's that happened? I went, they must have been stolen from my cabin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. And then another waiter. Oh, yeah. And then another waiter. Absolutely shocking. But the funny thing is, five years later, I went to live with girl in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah, that's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually, I've got a child to her in America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, so I gotta ask on uh, so since we're talking about passenger hookups and stuff, so where is the um, usually we'll ask if you ever hooked up with a passenger. Obviously, that's that's true in here, but um, where is the strangest place that you've done it on a, on a ship? Lifeboat. Isn't everybody on a lifeboat? Haven't been a lifeboat. No, but yeah, but I've seen. I mean, I saw somebody coming out of a lifeboat. I was in my cabin, and I my window was facing a lifeboat. Yeah, and I saw them coming out of a out of a lifeboat. So yeah, I mean, we haven't had a guest on that said lifeboat, but um, I've heard stories about lifeboats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was one lady on the Sovereign. Can I tell you this? Yeah, yeah, of course you can. Um, passenger, <laughs> and she was obviously quite a wealthy passenger because uh, she had a uh, a cabin on deck ten, which is yeah. like a suite. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I hooked up with this. I mean, she was probably in her 40s and I was in my 20s. So it was like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> anyway, in the morning as I left, she put $100 in my pocket and said, thank you very much. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the first and only ever time that I've actually been paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. Bruce Diggle. Hey, for me, it's usually like I, I need a refund. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you another one as well. She's passed away, unfortunately, now. But remember Mary Wilson from the Supremes? Yes. 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 She came on, she came on uh, as a guest singer. Yes. Okay? And she was selling her books. She was selling a book on board the ship, like an autobiography. 
And it was my job to hang around with her and take the money off the passengers when she signed the book. Mm-hmm. So I was with her like all week. So we got, you know, a bit of banter going. It was a bit of a laugh and so far. And she invited me back to her cabin. <laughs> I've gone back to Mae Wilson's cabin and having a few drinks and laughing and joking and stuff. And if her manager had not walked in that cabin, I'd have been with a superstar. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's got a real thing to it. It's like it's like Brad and Angelina. It's like a Badgelina. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Anyhow, so you you mentioned you worked on the fantasy as well. Worked on, and that was one of the older, um, wasn't that one of the older uh, carnival ships? Yeah, the oldest one I worked on was the Festival. Oh yeah, that's one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that ship was a mail ship during the Second World War. That's yeah. how old the ship was. <laughs> but my cabin was massive. I used to have the yeah. back of the ship. It was me and the other the shop manager. We had the back of the ship to ourselves. Uh-huh. But but when the portal wouldn't close, so when we had really rough seas, the sea would come in through the window. <laughs> I, used to have, I used to have things like propped against it so I didn't get woke up in the middle of the night. It was... Oh, it was, man. Oh, honestly, it was a proper tug. Proper yeah. tug. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So we used to go to uh, Barbados on that, and obviously we went on the Jolly Roger. Remember the Jolly Roger? I remember the Jolly Roger. Oh, yeah. 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 We got banned from that as well. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, like you used to like jump off the ship. Well, I climbed up to the top of the crow's nest, and I jumped off that, and apparently not meant to do that. So we got banned from that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why they would. <laughs> Stop no. people from doing that? No, no reason. I, I, everybody cheered. I mean, I thought yeah. we're doing something good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, how long did you stay working on ships? Because it sounds like you did quite a few ships there. Five to six years. So yeah, I mean that's a good amount. I I did about just under five, and these guys yeah. did. I think Scott, you're you stayed on a little bit longer. I think Brad was on the longest, weren't you? Yeah, I was on about 10 years. I think I did 91 to 99. Okay, so you guys did quite a bit more. 92. Than <laughs> when, when did the Majesty? Was that 92? 92. 92 to 99. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I was still there. I really, really Ooh. wish I, I wish I behaved myself. Honestly, <laughs> I would, I would, if I, if I knew now what I knew then, I'd, I'd, I'd still be there. Since you behave so poorly, what was the worst <laughs> thing you did on a ship? That I you think can say from Jamaica is like pretty bad. Yeah, that's bad. But you, but didn't, you didn't actually. You didn't, yeah, do, you didn't anything. do anything. No, that's that's. Oh, so he claims. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Somebody will, somebody will come on and tell me exactly what I did, but I can't remember that bit. I think I'm nearly out of stories. To be honest, guys, I think I've um, I think I've exhausted my notes. <laughs> and maybe perfect uh, timing. Uh, is there is there anything you're doing now you want to mention? Um, a company in the UK, which is a, a popular development and home alterations company called West Yorkshire Home Improvements. Website is wyhi.co.uk. Cool. Uh, awesome. As we say in the northeast of England, yi.co.uk. And three Americans with blank looks on their eyes because we have no idea what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys have lucky. I've had, this is my English is my normal English accent. If I went full on Northeast Geordie, you wouldn't have right. a clue what I was saying. Yeah, give us something in your craziest accent or the Northern whatever. Come on, let's go down the tune and get right ass. Well, our last one got Barry Osmond. Don't your back doors in. Yeah, no. yeah, I understood about three <laughs> words. <laughs> that was basically, come on, we'll go out 
on the town for a drink with me and the girlfriends and I'll go back home and have sex with you from behind. Ah, yes. No, I didn't get that. Knock <laughs> your back doors in. But, but you did roll, that did roll off like you've said that once or five times before. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been You're great welcome. having you on and, and meeting you or seeing you again, one of the two. I don't, I can't tell, but we really appreciate you taking the time all the way from Yorkshire. Thanks, man. It's been my pleasure, guys, honestly. Thanks, Gary. Awesome. Take care. Yeah, Bye for now. Uh, Bye. Bye. Wow, those were some stories. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, that's quite the character there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He en- good. enjoyed life. Hey, everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio, and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel. My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!